Try to imagine all life as you know it stopping instantaneously and every molecule in your body exploding at the speed of light. Total protonic reversal. Protonic reversal. Protonic reversal. With Conan Neutral. Protonic Reversal, Faithfuls, Party People, I greet you. I greet you with warmth and kindness in my heart and an open love for any and all people out there, except for that one guy. You know who you are. Oh my goodness, we have an amazing show for you. Just the Neutron today, no real-time drop. We're going to be talking to an incredible man in the second hour, Mr. Elliot Churton. A man of such high caliber of quality and poise that he will actually stop the theme song. The theme song you hear is Protonic Reversal theme song. By Tilts, it is Ozark Bowtie. Great band. Uh, it's Elliot Turton, second hour. Uh, I've got more music than I can even... I mean, you can imagine it, I suppose, but uh, you probably imagine it wrong or inaccurately. I've, I've got more music than you can believe to share with you today, and I think it's going to be a good time. It's raining today, although it seemed to rain... Only enough just to inconvenience me. It didn't seem to actually necessarily do a whole hell of a lot. And, of course, uh, living in California, living in the Bay Area, 
we have the very interesting phenomenon that once it rains in any way, shape, or form, everyone forgets how to drive. It becomes a situation of, what is this water falling from the sky? Nobody knows how to deal with it. Nobody knows any part of anything as far as how to navigate around it, in it, with it. It's, a, it's nonsense. It's nonsense flat out. And uh, it, it's, uh, I'd say that I, that I love it. I don't love it. I don't love it at all, actually. It's notable. It's a notable thing, for sure. Uh, anyway, so we are going to, it, it's a damp day. Uh, we welcome the rain. We welcome you. Rain, we welcome you. Yeah. Right. Talking to you, Rain. Talking to you. A significant portion of the Sierra Nevadas is currently on fire, so it would be kind of nice if uh, that gets up there by then and doesn't just inconvenience people trying to do radio shows where very esoteric music is played. Uh, you know, it's it's a uh, it's a nice thing. This, this precipitation. So as much as enticing as it is to talk about the weather, we're going to play some music. How about that? Music is awesome. It's why we're here. It's what gets us up in the morning. Even when you really don't want to. At least it does for me. This is a song by Screaming Females. This is It All Means Nothing.
All right, that is a premiere for you there. None other than a band called Split Pricks off a record called Hang In There, Baby. Hang In There, Baby. Yeah. Uh, The song is entitled, composition if you will, is called Don't Eat the Bag of Dicks Marked Bob in the Break Room Fridge. Of course, the Bob in question is none other than friend of the show and former guest, Mr. Bob Bucko Jr. Because the show is weekly and we generally try to have the best guests humanly possible, we end up having quite a few guests on that are rad musicians that play great tunes. And that, that is a brand new one. You can find that at splitpricks.bandcamp.com. Hang in there, baby. Hang in there, baby, indeed. There's uh, some incredible artwork for it, stylized renditions of the, uh, the band members. It's a, it's a, it's a whole scene. You're going to want to see it for yourself if you haven't already. The image is indeed up on the Radio Valencia homepage. Again, as per normal with... Protonic reversal. RadioValencia.fm. If you're listening on your computer, you can see a visual guide to what is being played at any given moment in time. And you can really get a... Uh, it's like being in the record store. It's being the re- like in the record store with a pal that won't stop pushing records at you oh did you hear this hey how about this one did you hear this one how about this one did you hear that how about this one? Oh, you know that one's good but this one's better you know and that'd be me got a lot of other great music for you coming up got a lot happening today there's a lot happening there's a lot happening for a uh for a day where it's just a show with with just me uh, as mentioned earlier real-time drop is not in the studio <laughs> I know. Gosh, it's just it's it's, it's brutal. Uh, I, I, these people turn on you on a dime. Uh, so no real time drop this week. She will be back next week. I believe we are having Minot, the band Minot, in uh, next week, which should be a great time for everyone. Uh, they're going to be in studio. So that'd be Shannon Core, Matt Solberg, and Ben Thorne. They got a European tour coming up. Sounds okay. And uh, it should be a pretty awesome time for them. Looking forward to talking to them about some some of the jams and equal opposite things along those lines. But today, today, friends, today, on another than Protonic Reversal, we have Mr. L.A. Turton from Wax Eater coming up in the second hour. Stay tuned. You were not going to want to miss this. The man has an incredible story. A prolific guy. Can't kill the chill. Indeed. Indeed. Uh, all right. So has everybody, uh, everybody got their Elo invites? Is that is that a thing? Do, do you guys have your Elo invites? Ma'am? I'm not good with technology. Come on. No, but I can use your sound drops to make it sound like you are here because I am good with technology. Look, uh, this is another social networking thing. It's credo is this. Uh, it, it's it's supposedly it's. Well, first of all, it describes itself as a simple, beautiful, and ad-free social network. Okay, simple, I'm fine with using descriptor. Ad-free is, uh, okay, yeah, you know, that's, that's your stating fact. Beautiful, ah, it's a little douchey. And I don't know if I could exactly say beautiful. But ad-free, okay, I get it. You know, that, that, that's good. 
Ello is completely free to use. They offer special features. You never have to pay for anything, but they may blah, 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 et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But in fact, it's yet another social networking thing, but it isn't the odious Big Brother-esque elements of Facebook. And that's that's really what they're, they're priding themselves on. And it's kind of taking advantage of the Facebook outrage that's out there, if you will, that if Diaspora had actually launched they probably would be able to capitalize on, but Google Plus stole, kind of failed at, and then the Borg Collective, if you will, sort of uh, absorbed those features and continued being self-aware, as happens with the conglomerates and monstrous entities such as that. That said, I, I don't like Facebook at all. I, I don't, if you follow along with the show, you know that there's facebook updates throughout the show and then I, I tend to keep a running list there as well i do that more by necessity because that's where people are at i don't really care i don't really care Shh. i could leave tomorrow wouldn't even bother me wouldn't bother me even a little bit so yeah if this is the thing fine that's the thing i don't know quite frankly i'm, I'm getting sick of all the connection to everybody a lot of you guys are packs of dicks, frankly. Kidding. Kidding. We love you. Love you here. We love you. We love using the royal we. Here. On Radio Valencia. Here on... Call oh. neutrons, protonic reversal. That's right. That <laughs> is right. Anyway. Indeed. Indeed, that is right. So, uh, tell you what. Hello. Get, get. <laughs> so what do you do? Uh, there's like friend requests. There's followers. There's supplicants. Like what, what's what's hello? Uh, give me a give <laughs> a wave, a wink and a nod. I don't know. Hello, uh, hello dot co, Kona Neutron is what it is. So yeah, know that, believe that. Um, I'm sorry I said that. Here's a song by River Bomb.
that's losing for you with Le Dragon. Le Dragon! Uh, off of the Paravida. Paravida. I'm probably mispronouncing that as well. Paravida EP album. Don't know. Uh, I haven't even looked. Uh, great, great record. Losing from Seattle, Washington. Hosey, the bass player slash guitar player, and that is also the drummer for Helmsley. Amazing band. They actually predate Helmsley. Amazing band. Great, great tunes. Great times. Great oldies. Here on Protonic Reversal. For that, we had another world premiere. NBD. Okay, big deal. I was spent by River Bomb off of the record Cheaters. You can find that on your local band camp. Or even your non-local band camp. Sure, whatever. Don't matter to me. Uh, great record. Thunder Bay, Ontario. Friend of the show. Chad Decent. Chad Chooch. Cranking out them Thunder Bay jams. For your listening pleasure. You are here. Hey. Hey, don't change the dial. Don't do that. You have questions? We have answers. 415... 415- Nine six two seven nine seven nine. Call in. Live the dream. Be a part of the conversation. This always seems it always seems so wanting on every website where they're 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 tro- not trolling necessarily, but they're looking for comments. Like, be a part of the conversation. The conversation's missing your voice. Really? Is it? Is it missing my voice? Have you heard my voice? I mean, I know you're hearing my voice, but I'm talking about the majority of you. In the situation, it, it just seems so disingenuous. You don't really want. I mean, I've seen comments. I've seen them. I, it's enough. It's enough with the comments. There's there's a lot of them. It's it's a bummer. It's a bummer. Say what's not a bummer though. So we have some uh, we have some new Melvin's material. It's gonna be coming up shortly. And as mentioned earlier, in the second hour, we're gonna have Mr. L.A. Turton. I'm looking forward to talking to you. I like that guy a lot. He is a good dude. None of the above podcast is a is a new thing that's out there. I like listening to things. You might like listening to it as well. He also plays in Wax Eater, and he also came back from the dead. So, you know, again, NBD. Okay. PD. Let's do this. I know we played a song from the new Shellac record last week. And it was great. There was a lot going on last week, though. Let's listen to one of my favorite songs on the new Shellac record, which, is, which may be actually one of my favorite Shellac songs of any kind. Uh, this is I think you guys like this. It's probably not new news to, to most of you. You probably already have your copy. You probably have already Maybe posted up a fake review of some kind that's very hilarious. Uh, this is Riding Bikes.
Radio Valencia, you're on the air. Morning. Well, hello, Tori. Yeah. Hello. Uh, great to hear from you. That so for the listening audience, that was Shellac with Riding Bikes. On the phone no, right now, we have Mr. Tori Neutron. Hello. How are you doing, sir? Uh, how, well, how how's your malware situation going on? I'm knocked out. It's weird because you know what? I go, I go in the window. I go in the windows maintenance, like you show me with the F eight, everything. Sure, yeah, and, safe uh, mode. Mm-hmm. Uh, they show nothing wrong with it. I honestly, not nothing wrong. 
And then I try to uh, start up again, or nothing. Uh, it won't start. It just goes an endless loop. Gotcha. Okay, so you just it's it's not starting up, or is it, it's starting up and there's malware. Like what's the what's going on here? It won't start. It's like just says please wait, and then it and then it goes to black screen. And then it says please wait, and go to black screen endlessly. Hmm. So obviously I'm not getting anywhere. I run diagnostic. I try safe mode. Uh, nothing's working. Um, I say the same situation occurred no matter what I try. No, I, I test it. They say, oh, you're fine. Well, I'm not fine. Who tested this? You tested it? This this is... So, you're listening to live on-air tech support with my father, Tori Robert. Uh, so, so, I'm sorry. You, you tested this and it, I, I, I tuned out for a minute. So, you... As I imagine, many listeners might be doing as well. Uh, so, are you 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 tested it after you did safe mode, or it wouldn't go into safe mode? I guess I'm I guess I'm unclear. Uh, it goes in safe mode. Uh, it just it, it doesn't fix anything. Nothing. Mm, nothing gotcha. Fixed. Okay. <laughs> Man, yeah, that's uh, that's rough business. Yeah, I'll, I'll just bring somebody in that uh, do a clean install. I mean, it's, I'm, I'm not stressing on you or nothing. It's you know, shit happens like that. I'm, I'm getting over my eye problem, too. I had that eye injury I had to go to emergency room with. Yeah, it's uh, that's a, that's not a new computer. I mean, just just to be clear, like, that's... It, it's had its, you know, it's, uh, it's heart transplants, it's head transplants, but it's not a new computer. No, it's not. Uh, you're right about that. Um and uh, you know, you could probably, if you if you want to stick with Windows, you could probably go up to Windows Seven, and you you, you wouldn't dislike the experience. And well, I am Windows Seven right now, but uh, uh, I thought you were XP for some reason. Well, whatever, fascinating. But yeah, I think you could you could do with an upgrade. You could certainly do with it. For those that are not aware, and Tori's technical problems are a running theme on the show every once in a while. Yeah, yeah. Okay. No, I was gonna say you have a small monitor too. You have you have a monitor. You're, you're always squinting at it because it's it's too small. So I think a new computer, a new monitor might be in order. So maybe yeah, you might be right. Maybe I can come. Maybe, maybe I can come together with a, a Christmas present. I already got you a birthday present, which I have yet to give you because I haven't seen you. But oh, I know. I'm very busy as I'll get out. I hope I can give you some relevant uh, questions or inquiries about your your bands and black everything. But I mean, no, I get I, it. I get it. The computer's I, messed up. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's, uh, there's not much you can do about that. For me. Say hello to everybody for me. I appreciate that. Okay, we'll do. So I'll, I'll I'll get back at you. I'll throw I'll throw try to throw some solutions your way. It's been a busy okay. week, so. But right. I, I got you covered. Don't worry. You're in good hands. You're in good hands. Adios. Always, right. always good to hear from you, Tori. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye. Tori Robert Neutron, everybody. You got a lot of screen. You hit live stream there. A little bit of malware on the computer here. Man. I'm not good with technology. Come on. But we always love hearing from you, Tori. Uh, you, your fan base is wide and enthused. Everyone loves hearing from your people. Everyone's wondering when you're going to be coming in next. That would would have been a good question to ask you when you were on the phone. So you should you should come into the studio. We'll uh, we'll have a good time. Maybe not on a rainy day like today. Today was a bummer, major bummer. I'm going to go and say it was uh, not that fun. Again, people forget how to drive. I can't emphasize that enough. It's, it's just, is it just a California thing that people just there's water falling from the sky and nobody knows what to do about it? It's 
rain. I know we get it like maybe like once every two years, but it's rain, people. Come on. That's all it is. Just rain. It's just rain. It's just rain. Uh, let's hear a uh, Sarah Melvin's premiere. Uh, this is Sesame Street Meat. Off of the Hold It In record. And let me find it. There we go.
Indeed, that was Psychopath off of the self-titled St. Vincent record by St. Vincent, Miss Annie Clark, who I have quite grown to appreciate in the, in the past months since the SNL, was Saturday Night Live? I think so. Uh, non-scandal. The scandal, non-scandal of, I guess, a band playing that <laughs> people didn't necessarily understand in middle America or at least certain, you know what, that's disingenuous. Not middle America, just certain certain jerks on Twitter, maybe. I don't know. Uh, people that don't like David Bowie. Who knows? Anyway, uh, before that, the hell did we have before that? Oh, yeah, Melvin's. <laughs> yeah. No big deal. Just a premiere of the Melvins off of uh, the new record, Hold It In. That was Sesame Street Meat. This record is an interesting Melvins record because it features not only Mr. Jeff Pincus on bass as Jared Warren. Let's try that again. Jared Warren of the Melvins and Big Business. Take some time off for daddy duty, being a new father, Mr. Jeff Pincus, but also features the guitar talents of Mr. Paul Leary. Yeah! Which I, yeah, I get it, touch and go lawsuit, et cetera, et cetera, but uh, man's a great guitar player, and I would, it would again be disingenuous to short sell the influence of the butthole surfers on your host. Me, Kona Neutron, on Protonic reversal. Here on Radio Valencia, which is what you're listening to right now. Going to be talking to Mr. Elliot Turton shortly. Looking forward to that. Good dude. Wish I got to talk to that guy more. But we're going to talk to him now. And we're going we're gonna to talk about none of the above. We're going to talk about Wax Eater. Going to talk about his uh, death slash near death experience. Should be a good time. Got a lot going on. Kind of been thinking about my father's call there. See, that's and that's the thing with working in technology too. Once you work in technology, you are tech support for everyone you love, forever and ever. Amen. Uh, like, there's no getting around it. There's no trying to short sell it. It's just the way it is. It's not my favorite thing. That said, the man needs a computer. I can't, I can't. Speaking from a selfish standpoint, I can't afford to lose a fan. Hey, jokes. No, uh, I don't know what to do. Should I just buy him a new computer? I'm, I'm not like I'm made out of money. But I have more money than I do time. It's not that I have a lot of money. I just I have so little time. So little. I don't know. I got got to figure it out. I do have his gift, and I, I haven't given it to him his birthday gift. I feel terrible about it, but you know, when you work eight hours a day and you commute, and it's like, oh, it's an hour and a half there and an hour and a half back. Uh, man, this is a whole situation. Yeah, you know, these sounds like terrible excuses, don't they? Well, I'll tell you what, we'll 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 get Tory Robert Neutron correct. We'll get him set. Don't you don't you worry about that. So for those those that are missing the torrent of images and funny things that my father 
is known for on the internet. There'll be a return to that very soon. Okay, so uh, tell you what, I'm gonna do a thing. Let's do a second premiere of the new Split Fricks record. This is an expose on motherfuckers.
motherfucker. Hey, y'all. Hey, pretty good. Hey, you know the motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> We're from the deepest oh, part of the God. South. You fucking say it, though. We're from the South. <laughs> <laughs> it has seven syllables when I say it. Hey, y'all. <laughs> hey, we're a motherfucker, and you're listening to Conan Neutron's Protonic Reversal. Fantastic. That is a station ID that will make me laugh every time, I guarantee you. That is the lovely and talented ladies of Motherfucker, Erica, Erica, and Mandy. You can find that song, Snot Rocket, is what that was, on their record Taekwondo, which is on the Bandcamp page. I believe it is Motherfucker, Motherfucker. Motherfucker.bandcamp.com. And so if you like swearing, you can, you can say that twice, and you'll be correct. That's the correct URL. Before that, we had Split Bricks, another premiere. It is a day of premieres here on Protonic Reversal, and that's a Split Brick song that is entitled An Expose on Motherfuckers. I hope you saw what I did there. Could not be more professional. You're listening to Protonic Reversal here on Radio Valencia. Don't go wandering. Don't go wandering. Very shortly, we're going to be listening to none other than Mr. L.A. Turton, a.k.a. the Duke Guy Bro Man, from the None of the Above podcast and Wax Eater fame. Looking forward to talking to that guy. He's a good dude. Got some stories. We're going to gonna work it out i think it's uh, i think it's gonna be a good time and i think uh i think we'll all learn a little something that's, that's what i think that's what i think about that so for homework let's listen to a song off of the baltimore record album this is what is this this is the song off the baltimore record by wax eater that is entitled that's protestant that's protestant Whiskey. Oi. <laughs> and it goes a little something like this.
All right. Yeah, there we go. That was some uh, wax seed for you. No idea what the hell just happened there, but hey, live radio, that's how it works. That was uh, That's Protestant Whiskey. That was That's Protestant Whiskey. That's off of the uh, Baltimore record. Here's the bunk. the chugle please turn over the record the bunk wax eater baltimore record great tune great band great oldies here on radio valencia none other than the one the only protonic reversal protonic reversal on the phone right now we have none other than the dude guy bro man mr elliot turt welcome sir hello conan Thanks for coming on the show. Thank you for having me. <laughs> yeah, your your yeah your fans are ready for you. It's like the, it's the Today Show in here, really, except for with more esoteric music <laughs> and niche interests. Good times, I like it. 
for those not aware, the Duke Guy Bro Man has somewhat recently, I would say, yeah, the last six months or so, also started a podcast with some other bros uh, that is called None of the Above. Is that correct, sir? That is correct, sir, yes. And as some might be able to tell from the melodious voice issuing forth from the phone over to your airwaves right now, you are no stranger to radio and broadcasting. Uh, that is correct, sir. I've been in professional broadcasting for 10 years now. 10 years. Fantastic. Ten years. Mm-hmm. I started in L.A. Uh, I went to recording school in L.A., and then uh, while everybody else was going to intern at recording studios and having to watch, like, Blink-182's Cars and getting food for Christina Aguilera, I thought, screw that. I want to still mess around with audio, but radio seems to be the way to go. So I interned at uh, KLSX, which is 97.1 FM in Los Angeles. Had Howard Stern on that channel for a while and uh, got to run his show on the L.A. side for a bit. And then uh, that station folded and went to Spanish Pop. Of course. Naturally. Yeah. (laughs) What else would you do? Right. Which uh, every station I worked for in L.A. eventually went to Spanish Pop. Well, you know, there's a, there's a market for it, and it's it's an easy get, as they say, right? So yeah, mm-hmm. but and that's uh, I, I guess it's important to note that that's uh, back when Stern was not on Sirius, but on uh, traditional broadcast radio, which meant that you uh, there was the delay and whatnot, yeah. right? Well, it, it was awesome because I started my shift at three in the morning because his show started at six, um, but we would hear the post and pre-delay feed. Like, in the cue speaker, it would be the unedited, like, uh, pre-delay feed. So I got to listen to him uncensored that way, which is cool. And did you, fi- uh, did you find that there was a lot of stuff that was just missing? or did, you know? I mean, I remember that, I, I, speaking as a fan, I don't want to go too deep into this, but I remember listening, there were, there were times that, like, wait, that conversation suddenly didn't make sense. What happened? Like, it was- yeah, exactly. And then it would just, like, chop or, you know, because of the delay. Um, so that was pretty fun. And I got to uh, hang out and do that. And then, like I said, everything folded. But, yeah. <laughs> I actually screwed up the Howard Stern show for a half hour. Like, one of my very first uh, shifts on uh, that show. Uh, the board, the person I was taking over for in the studio didn't set the board correctly. And I came in. And both pre- and post-delay feeds were going over the air. Wow. Kind of like, <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> Yeah, so it sounded like two TVs on different channels, both, like, you know, going over the air. Right, right. I was running around the station with my head cut off, and uh, finally, Gary Garver, who was uh, his guy that would ask, you know, people on the red carpet, you know, if they wanted to have their picture taken while on their period, you know, that guy that would ask all the Sure, sure, yeah. The classy one, yeah. He came in, he came in, and we figured it out, but it got... It got written up in like LARadio.com. Oh wow! I had I had Stuttering John on the cute speaker say like, "Oh, LA board op, call one eight hundred. You need to, you're messing up the feed." So that was uh, nice. Yeah, that's not the kind of notoriety you're looking for when you're thinking about a, a career in radio necessarily. <laughs> yeah, trial by fire in the radio. But now everything's good. I'm working for Clear Channel here in Louisville, Kentucky. Doing production, voicing commercials. I just did an AutoZone commercial. Get um, into the zone. <laughs> get in the zone. AutoZone. Exactly like that. So, Fantastic. With a dream fulfilled. 
<laughs> yeah, check, check, and check. <laughs> exactly. So, and there's also I, I remember, and unfortunately, it's an amazing. It's an amazing bit, but the show is only two hours, so there's no chance I'm going to be able to play it. But there's a was it, it was like a sports talk show that you were on um, that you were working that you were on sometime, and there were there was sort of like the I would say the yeah. the, the epiphany of like oh this dude plays in a band uh, that we yeah. <laughs> like that level of so can you can you speak a little bit to that I'm I'm only I just remembered it off the top of my head I actually wasn't prepared to talk about this but this is a pretty brilliant thing. No, you're right. Um, because I work for Clear Channel, it is uh, Squaresville, USA. Um, and I fill in, and I board off for a bunch of... There's like eight stations in the building, so I just kind of board off and fill in for whoever needs it. And that particular day, I was uh, running a, a Kentucky Sports Radio, which focuses on uh, University of Kentucky Wildcat uh, sports which I'm not a fan of. In fact, I hate them. I'm go cards. But they they see me. They all look like doughy. I call them sportsters because they're all you know, doughy guys with polo shirts and stuff. Sure. So they see me with a giant beard and a trucker hat and, you know, everything. They immediately just call me hipster. They're like, <laughs> that, that's their oh, shorthand yeah. for something they don't understand, but they, they, they recognize it when they see it. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Much like pornography. Oh, then, I took a good ribbing. They're like, Ellie, you look like you're in a band. I'm like, well, actually, I am in a band. I'm like, all right. And they just burst out laughing for some reason. That's yeah. I thought that was hilarious. Yeah, like that's amusing somehow. Like that's a joke. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, you know, they're trying to fill time and they're trying to get their show going. I understand. I've been radio long enough. Um, so they're like, what's the name of your band? I'm like, Wax Eater. Another roar of laughter. And like, what kind of music is Wax Eater? And then goofing on them, like, uh, jingle aluminum noise rock. And then another roar of laughter. So this is just like a, visiting another planet for them. Well, exactly. And that's, that's yeah. realizing that the audience that this show broadcasts to is very much in the world where, oh, well, of course, the Melvins are, the, are the most, one of the most important bands in the world. Of course I have the new shellac record, that level <laughs> of interest. And this is a world that... Uh, you know, I'm sure Kid Rock seems daring and exciting to these people. <laughs> yeah, these guys actually can't get past like Warren Zevon or like any just, like, <laughs> classic rock. That's the, that's what the dude's like opening theme song was was uh, Werewolves of London. <sighs> and of all the really, I mean, it's fine enough song, yeah. but of, you know, and I wouldn't even call my I would call myself a super cash Warren Zevon fan, but really, Werewolves yeah. of London, huh? Not not yeah. even like lawyers, <laughs> guns and money, okay. <laughs> They like having their music spoon-fed to them, and I care enough about the music to actually dig a little bit and like try to you know find good stuff that I like. Well, but, it's the same principle as like when I run into people that be like, "Oh, it's too bad rock and roll's dead." This and that. It's like, dude, it's just not being served to you on a platter. That's the only difference. I can't, I can't stand when people say that. Like, uh, rock and roll died when Led Zeppelin died, and then I'm like, "Oh, shut up! Go back to your fossil rock." I know, right? It's, it. it's, it's pretty ridiculous. <laughs> so that's the that's the character of these guys is they're coming from that world and they have that level of, yeah. of interest and they're they're looking at it as like, oh, this guy that we know from this other thing is it's going to be a goof that we can just, you know, yeah. oh, everything about this is hilarious to us because we have no context for this and we just assume that it's a terrible and b just worthy of derision. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> 
And that's the the sort of, I mean, that's a mindset that I think the the people get into in the, it's the sort of predatory nature of radio of just the yeah you're trying to be entertaining. I think a lot of times people people mistake being entertaining for being cruel. In a in radio. yeah, and that's Absolutely. too bad. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And I get it. You know, this is all morning radio. Morning radio. You you should know. Yeah, I know all about it. Uh, it's, <laughs> it's tough to be entertaining and, and funny and stuff that early in the morning. So these guys who were just you know grasping at straws to, to try to do anything. Hey, there's the hipster uh, dude with the beard, and let's uh, let's rip on him. So I don't really blame him. Sure, sure. Uh, it, it made um, for a compelling listening on my end. I'm going to go ahead and say, like, I listened to it and be like, oh, my God, I want what the hell? I want to, I want to check this out. Uh, it was <laughs> yeah. – it made my day, to be honest. And it, it was definitely because I think you handled yourself with relative aplomb. Like, it wasn't that you, like, oversold or short-sold what it is the Wax Eater does or what you do, but you presented it, you know, in a very cogent manner and mm. – in a way that I don't know, I, I felt it was. Uh, I felt like you held your own really well with it. And I felt like they're the ones that look like the douches. So, mm-hmm. and then when it, sometimes when I'd get tired of trying to explain what wax eater is, I would just blatantly lie, like to older people, like what, is, what you're in a band. What's it sound like? I just say Foo Fighters. It sounds like Foo Fighters. That's a band that you probably recognize and that you're probably cool with. So I'm just gonna say Foo Fighters. Uh, my so and this this is gonna be an, an excellent segue because one of my favorite. Uh, tour stories of the notorious Billy Bissig of Trophy mm-hmm. Wives is a yeah. show that uh, my band played with Trophy Wives on tour where he was talking to a girl who was who was interested in the music of Trophy Wives and he yeah. characterized the music as Foo Fighters with different vocals which that was, yeah which that was is pretty accurate but the most funny thing is that that girl uh, was actually the head of the college radio in that city and uh-huh. was there to see gay witch abortion. So it's like he, he, Billy jumped for like the, you know, the grandmother explanation. And yeah. we found that delightful within the, within our camp, uh, which, which brings me to the fact that, uh, cause you joined wax eater. You were an original member of wax eater. I knew you as the, from trophy wives, another fantastic Louisville band. Yes. Um, I was in the, second generation of Trophy Wives when they decided to be a uh, four-piece, and I was in the second generation of uh, Wax Eater as well. Right. Mm-hmm. And that's, mm-hmm. and I'm, it's interesting because, to me, as much as I've been around those certain circles, it wasn't until, I believe, last year that I finally actually met you in person. You were this enigma, en- enigmatic figure that was always like ships in the night. Yes, yes. So how did Absolutely. how did you end up getting hooked up with uh, with Rob and uh, and the Colonel through Trophy Wives because I'd been in Trophy Wives for I think about three two or three years at that time and we because Wax Theater was in Bloomington that's only an hour and twenty minutes away from Louisville uh, we started touring and playing with Wax Theater then their rhythm section had a falling out. And I was like, well, damn, this sucks. This band's way too good to just total, totally stop. And sure. this sizzle way, what can I do to help? I, I play bass, and so Rob was looking for a bass player. We knew Rob just from touring and hanging out and goofing off around the Midwest. And so I uh, joined there, and he's like, do you know any drummers? I'm like, yeah, my friend Aaron, who's in this band, Zombie Chickens from Outer Space. 
Still a uh, name, a name that delights me, although I still never have heard a note of the music. Exactly, yeah. I'm really not a fan of uh, chicken and band names, <laughs> except for Jimmy's Chicken Shack. I thought you were going to say except for Chickenfoot. <laughs> <laughs> Chickenfoot. Um, so yeah, that's how it started, and we started get going and start writing new songs. I pretty we, Aaron and I picked up the uh, old Wax Eater songs pretty fast because we've seen Wax Eater a hundred thousand times. Sure, you have the context for it. You have the you know the, the knowledge. You came into it yeah. as you know a casual fan, if you will. Absolutely, and I would say that learning wax eater songs is really not learning like the notes and the tablature. It's learning the feel and the groove and the the goofiness and how to bend strings and how to like you know on the bass and all that kind of stuff is I think more important than actually learning the notes and stuff. So I think I picked up on that pretty fast, and uh, now we're here. And you, yeah, you know, you've been with Wax Eater for some time, even though you don't go on every tour. It seems uh, largely because I know you are a father now, correct? That's right. And my daughter is currently dumping toys all over the kitchen floor right now. Um, but yeah, I skipped out on two tours. One, Mister Steve Venus from the band Blacks. Yes, uh, we know who I he is. I heard from him in a long time. Maybe you know. He's disappeared. I, I heard but, from uh, him uh, a few months ago. He seems like he said he was doing okay, so I didn't okay. look further than that. But, yeah. Good enough. Good enough. Wish him the best. Yeah, exactly. And then uh, another tour, Matt Wiseman from the uh, Wichita, Kansas band Powerlifter uh, filled in on bass, and he played a PRF barbecue in uh, Chicago. Yep. Uh with uh, those dudes, and uh, all that's up on YouTube if you want to check that out. I believe I took a picture with the man where we had our matching Carbon Atom tattoos. That's right, yes. Mm-hmm. Good guy. Yeah, excellent guy. Great times with him. So yeah, we're currently just writing songs, and um, hopefully going to put out a little something. Baltimore Record is going to be coming out on cassette, actual tape tape. All right, cassettes so for exciting. all you uh, cassette enthusiasts out there. That uh, there are some, there are some even at the station. So much so that I actually brought in my my seventies audiophile level Merentz tape deck that nice. I used to use for uh, tape deck samples and replicator. And it's I have pretty much have an extended loan to the station so people can play the, their their punk rock cassettes. I love it. I love it. So it's, it's, I only had like Weird Al cassettes <laughs> and Tears for Fears cassettes. You know, it's funny. I actually, I actually came. That's I. I wasn't. I didn't buy a CD until uh, oh gosh, maybe like nineteen ninety nine, something along those lines. I was I was always a cassette guy, so I still have bins of uh, you know very excellent rock and roll cassettes. Your your post punk, your noise rock, etc. Yeah, it's uh, some of them well cared for, others maybe not so much. <laughs> exactly. So did none of the above. And we're talking now, again, uh, if you're just tuning in with uh, Mr. L.A. Turton of the band Wax Eater, but you're also of the None of the Above podcast, which is a newer podcast. It's uh, something of a music-based, everything-nothing format. And uh, it, was that just based off of something that you had a concept for, or was it based off of the interactions within the group? Because you have your bandmates with you on the show, at least most shows, not every show. But speaking uh, Yeah, it's... Rob has been on every show. Aaron, he's a, a butcher, a baker, and a candlestick maker, so he uh, has to work at like four in the morning, and we go till like midnight and stuff. 
um, that came out of me always just wanting to do this. Like when Stern went away, and uh, and radio seemed to me, in the general sense, was kind of starting to fade a little bit. Like Marty McFly's hand, you know, just kind of disappearing. There, there need to be a new format. And then I finally got turned on to a podcast through Adam Carolla's uh, podcast. I'm like it's pretty awesome. You can kind of say whatever you want, and uh, everybody can take it around with them. So I've always had that idea in the back of my mind. Then I started doing a uh, an internet show here in Louisville on a uh, internet station called Art FM. My show is called Low Frequencies, and uh, that kind of fizzled out because they never really picked up any steam. They promised everybody that they were going to actually be on a frequency here in town. Mm-hmm. And they, they said they were going to be on a frequency by April of this year, and they're still not on there. I'm like, yeah, all right. They, then they wanted to uh, kind of control the show too much. They didn't really like me playing High on Fire at noon when everybody's trying to eat their paninis or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> See, for me, High on Fire and panini goes hand in hand. I do live in Oakland, so. Exactly, yeah. I totally agree. Um, and that was a good so, show. I, I listened to you know, a few of the episodes. I, th- I thought you had a good yeah. – I didn't feel like it was even too – I feel like, if anything, this is – you know, th- this show is much more obtrusive, and uh, you know, I get away with doing it in the morning. <laughs> but of course, it's also San Francisco versus Louisville. So, mm. they brought in this uh, programming director who um, is a local experimental musician here in town, who I'm not too much of a fan of. So it's like the guy that whose radio show is just like a, a female screaming at the top of her lungs over like distortion. That's the guy who's going to tell everybody how their shows are supposed to be run. <laughs> so I just said, uh, I'm done with this. And so uh, an opportunity came where I can uh, buy a lot of equipment, and I did, and uh, cleaned out the basement, got a couch, got the actual like, boom, swivel, radio, uh, microphone stands, and uh, went to town and just started uh, going at it. And, uh, got the soundboard, and here we are. And uh, I decided to do it because there's just way too much talent in Louisville to go un unwasted and you know stay within the uh, in the dirt there wanted to bring it up to the surface sure and i'm gonna go ahead and say that uh, and i'm speaking as someone that you know i i tour like i'm i'm out about in the world but I, i'm really unfamiliar with maybe 80 to 85 percent of the people that you have on but that yeah. said uh it's all good i mean it's I, i've enjoyed the episodes and i have not heard every episode uh but i i've enjoyed the ones that i've heard i think there's definitely been a lot of growth as the parties have come together and the shows are de- starting to develop its own voice. But it's right. uh, as a fan of the forum, and I am a fan of the forum to be clear. I, I think you guys yeah. got something interesting going on, and it's uh, it's worth checking out. And if people want to find that, I know they can uh, get it on on iTunes. Is there like a what is it? It's a libs libs how libs yeah name? I how believe it's uh, none of the above all one word. Uh, dot libsyn l i b s y n dot com. That's kind of our blog. That's just it looks like Windows ninety five. It, it uh, does. I'm looking at it right now, and yeah, it, it looks very Windows ninety five. I expect Clippy to show up at any moment and ask if we need help with a document. Um, yeah, just go through iTunes. That seems to be the way we finally got our picture up uh, on the, like our big picture up on iTunes. So that's cool. Yeah, they don't make it uh, easy. That's for that's for no, sure. no. I was. Uh, thoroughly pissed like it's been like two months since i submitted the picture and it finally came through um but yeah that's a good way to check it out we uh record every monday we got some good guests coming up 
and uh, yeah, so. So is uh, the regular nature of it something that's important to you? Do you like keeping it on a schedule with it? Is that something that you feel is important to the show or a show, either one? Yeah, just because, you know, we all have different things. But, you know, one night out of the week seems to be uh, the Monday nights is the, uh, the, the time to rock and the time to uh, get it done. Um, I like structure, um, especially with something like this. That being said, I'm the guy that bought eight microphones thinking that that was going to be a good idea. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then when we had Trophy Wives in this last episode, and it's just like eight microphones open, everybody's talking like, oh, my God, what have I done? Yeah, that, that was a bit of a beautiful mess. Luckily, not every every one of the guests were uh, is as chatty as the other guests. But uh, yeah, I, I'm I'm familiar with that concept because for the PRF West show we, that uh, I broadcasted a special episode that had uh, quite a few parties involved. There was a uh, you know myself, Chris Fry from Porch, uh, Ben mm-hmm. Abraham, uh, Austin Pitts. Um, and uh, someone else too. I can't remember, but there was like five people in here, and it was just chaos. And I felt like <laughs> it was just like a it was a zoo, and not of the petting zoo variety. So I, I had empathy yeah. for you as someone who, generally speaking, not only has to host the show but run everything as yeah. well. Uh, but it, it was a good episode. Right. I need to learn how to ride the faders more, and uh, I'll leave everybody on, sure. But yeah, everybody's uh, getting potted down if it's getting too chaotic. And that is something that a lot of people that don't work in radio or don't have the experience with broadcasting or recording necessarily understand. That that seems daunting to a listener just coming into it. Just hearing a bunch of people talk over each other is, uh, first of all, a hard thing to avoid, especially if you have a bunch of creative, funny people all in the same room. Exactly. Everyone's trying to get their their hits in, get their digs in, uh, responding to this, that, and the other. And it doesn't always make for the best broadcasting or podcasting, if you will. Uh, and, sure, and, sure. and and it's and it also depends on everyone's level of comfort with everything, but mm. it, it's a learning experience to be to be sure. Yeah, everybody needs to breathe. We're trying to learn, you know, like hand signals that you know a, a first base coach or something would, uh, you know, direct. Like, if you want to talk, raise your hand. If you got something to say to add, just raise your hand, and I'll point to you, and we'll do it that way. We'll do the Wayne's World like hand cues. Sure, and that's it's, as silly as it sounds, since it is something that is an audio-only format, you can utilize that in a way that you know, allows you to get what you want to have done, done. Everyone can hopefully get in what they are trying to have be broadcasted, but not have it in a way that's hard to understand for the casual listener, where, it's right, like, right. where you have jokes that don't work because someone's talking over it and killing the punchline, or you have... You know, yep. pe- people trying to tell a story and they never quite get to the end of it, and you know things along those lines. I'm guilty of that too. I, I'm really trying to work on uh, finishing my thoughts and stuff, and and then having you know hard ends and hard outs instead of just kind of like mud, just kind of <laughs> kind of flowing. Well, I'll tell you, my friend, it's difficult to do the more people you have. And again, the more if you have chatty people, most especially, and that's one of the things that, that gives a show an easy vibrance and character. But it's also something where if you're someone who is a fan of being able to complete a thought, sentence, or story, which I am, then really the only thing you can do is do a show on your own. <laughs> yeah. It's all a learning process. We'll, uh, we'll, it's, we've only had 11 episodes here. Uh, but I believe we'll get going here. I think we need to have more uh, meetings pre and post uh, taping, and uh, we'll just 
squared away that way, I guess. Well, and I would say that there's a very clear uh, line drawn with uh, your friends and ours, uh, the Life and Barrage guys, as well, uh, with their format. Certainly, they did not invent the format, but uh, it seems like all you guys are are fans of that show, and there's a friendly relationship, wouldn't you say? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, featuring a former guest of Proton Conversal, Mr. Patrick Walsh, and also John Houlihan of... No, I kind of know the sound man for Rob Zombie. Kind of knowing <laughs> the sound man for Rob Zombie fame. Uh and, I mean, there was someone that went as far as to tell me that, oh, yeah, the Wax Eater guys have a Life from the Barrage spinoff show, which I was like, wait, what? I'm sure that's not true. And, mm-hmm. of course, it wasn't. But it's a, it's a shorthand that people use <laughs> for when they lack the context for a certain thing. And, I know. It's like, I don't think anybody owns the trademark on uh, or the patent on drinking with your friends and goofing off. Because when, right. when I was in San Diego board hopping for the... Uh, the CBS station I was working for there, there was a show called Beer Radio, and that was exactly that. Just large dudes opening beers, and this was on terrestrial radio. Wow. FCC guidelines. There's, there's hope for us yet. And exactly. So it's a thing that works, you know. I the you know, What you do with it, go for it. Make it your own. I don't think it, it's patented or anything. Come on now. <laughs> exactly. Patent pending, yeah. for sure. Yeah. So... <laughs> And it's interesting that, uh, I mean, do you ever, and because doing a show with your bandmates, I can speak from personal experience, and I'll, I'll go ahead and say that sure, sure. sometimes you just get, get tired of each other's voice. <laughs> <laughs> is, that, is, is that a thing that you've noticed at all? Is that a thing that, uh, you know, has there ever been burnout? I mean, it's a very regular schedule. That's uh, definitely, you know, regular practice is um, regular schedule. I would say that... Um repetitive stories get a little old um but as far as listening to somebody's uh, voice no that i'm the chillest guy in the world i i don't really get burnt out or offended or bothered or anything by anything so i'm pretty easy going with that i i let the people do what they want to do and I'm, I'm definitely a follower i am not a leader i'll be the first one to say that so uh there are better people as leading that kind of stuff than me and I'm totally happy with that I just try to do the best I can do nothing wrong with that at all plus it seems like you have a pretty yeah. good, pretty zen attitude about it, which I think is always a good thing so did, yeah. did, and we're gonna we're gonna segue uh, just a little bit with this sure. because I, I do I would feel completely disingenuous if I didn't bring up the fact that yeah. you know uh, with you and your your worldview and mm-hmm. now your child and whatnot how much of that was a world changer for you when you died? Um, surprisingly, very little. But I would say that that saved me, remaining chill. Interesting. Uh, okay. I can. Do you want to? Yeah, just that or to give that? a yeah to give a little context. Uh, what we're speaking about is an event that happened uh, when you were touring with the band Wax Eater at a, in Austin, Texas, I believe. And, yeah, it was uh, June twenty seventh, two thousand twelve. And from my understanding, again, I was not there, although I did have friends that were there. Uh, you were sound checking, getting ready to play, I believe, and you were violently shocked to the point that your heart stopped. Correct? Yes. Um, the close. The only 
thing uh, different was uh, it wasn't sound checking. It was actually the second song in the set um, that so, the shock happened. Wow. So you actually you guys actually were playing at the time. Okay. Interesting. All yes. Right. And there is video of the first song from that set, from that incident on YouTube, which is even crazier. That is crazy. Uh, because knowing that the very next song after the video ends on YouTube is when uh, I die for two minutes. Um, yes, that's what happened. Now, from my, what, we still, it's been a complete unsolved mystery as to what actually happened and what actually caused the shock. Um, there are a lot of theories. In fact, a lot of uh, theories on various Internet forums that I had no idea existed until I got back from Austin and started Googling myself. <laughs> um, there's, like, threads on TV-based forums. Oh, wow. Like, yeah, crazy stuff like that. Like, uh, this Midwest musician got shocked. What do you think caused it? And then, like, a bunch of uh, strangers would uh, have their theories on it. It was pretty interesting to read. My cousin, who was an electrician, had a good theory. He said that you're in Austin. It was probably super humid. And he said that the water coming out of your shower creates enough static electricity to kill you, but it would never be able to penetrate your skin, so it doesn't. But I think that with the humidity in the air and having an aluminum instrument and all that, it was just kind of a perfect storm. That totally, happened. yeah. 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 Um, now, my side of that whole event, I remember it as we played Dallas the night before. We were driving in the middle of the night. I fell asleep in the back of the van. I believe Rob or Aaron were driving, but I was in the back of the van. I fell asleep, had like a, a dream of nothingness, just black, for a couple minutes, and then just woke up in the hospital. <laughs> and that's uh, wow. exactly how it went down. So it was like a crazy, like, suspense movie, like, directed by Christopher Nolan or something. Right, totally. It, it doesn't seem, it's the kind of thing that real life always seems a lot more mundane than something along those yeah. lines. Yeah. I mean, so when, people ask, like, when people ask me, like, what really happened uh, that day, and I just feel like I really don't have a clue because, like I said, just fell asleep and just woke up in the hospital with my then-girlfriend, who's now my wife, uh, at the end of the bed staring at me. <laughs> so it was all very bizarre. And then then Rob and Aaron came in, and then they told me, you know, you got shot. There's an off-duty nurse. Shout-out to Ashley, Ashley Litkey. Yes, Ashley Litkey. Um, Shout-out indeed. Yeah. Whose uh, husband was in the band Bad Chapters, who were on that show as well. Yep. Cody Lickey. Cody Lickey, uh, ex, ex bandmate of my uh, bandmate Evan Gritson, actually. From, oh, really? from Milwaukee, yeah. I did not know that. That's cool. Small world. Yeah, so uh, I guess Ashley ran up on stage. She was off duty there to see her husband and us and started performing CPR. Got my heart going again. And then I guess the ambulance came pretty rapidly after it was called. I said it like like two minutes and then like the ambulance showed up. Thank uh, science. But yeah. Um, and then I went to the hospital. They put me in a medically induced coma. They put me in like an ice bath to drop me down into a coma. 
where I was there in a coma for, I believe, two or three days, and then came out of it to see the girlfriend at the end of the bed. And my first words were, uh, to quote Dennis Hopper from Blue Velvet, where's my bourbon? (laughs) (laughs) Fantastic. And and again... The, the kind of thing you don't normally get to drop into everyday life as well mm-hmm. uh, with that kind of context. If you want to get conspiracy theory about it, I was age 27 at that time. I could have joined Club 27 mm, you know, with Jimi Hendrix sure, and yeah. Kurt Cobain and Janis Joplin and Bob Marley. And that would have been uh, really strange. I could have been jamming with those dudes up in heaven. <laughs> right. <laughs> Jamming in the bro zone with the 27 club. Well, I've been playing a, a cloud base with a, uh, a through body uh, bolt on uh, uh, aluminum neck there. <laughs> well, I, nice. I, I am very glad that you are not currently jamming with those dead bros and that you are indeed among the living. And, uh, yes. <laughs> me too. <laughs> and it, it's, it's an interesting story because, I mean, it, I think it's something that when you're a band that's on that level and you choose to dedicate your life or part of your life to that kind of thing, you know, you're, you're in specious setups and maybe nebulous territory as far as right. uh, safety all the time. And it's easy yeah. to forget about that or, or downplay that. But, gosh, that was, was that ever an eye-opener? I mean, that's even from over here. I was, you know, I was like, wait, what happened? What? What? It was, uh, yeah, that kind of stuff actually does happen from time to time. It's not just in the movie Almost Famous. Uh, <laughs> people can get shocked. I tell every musician out there spend a little extra coin and get yourself a good power strip. And, uh, if there, if something is looking a little wonky to you and you're not too sure, it's probably best to, uh, not go on that. I'm talking about like outlets and uh, that kind of stuff. I've ran into so many. I'm sure you have too. Just like loose outlets oh, yeah. that are dangling by a thread, and you know, just really strange. So take precautions. Be smart about it. It's it's not worth it. I would say. There you go. Some some words of wisdom by the excellent mm-hmm. Elliot Turton. Again, talking Elliot Turton of Wax Eater fame and the none of the above podcast now i feel like it'd be disingenuous to not bring up the fact that the last wax eater record baltimore record is a concept record about the wire right it is mm-hmm. uh, and, and again just <laughs> and, and since there's no easy way whatsoever to get out of like oh that's cool that you lived and uh weird that you almost died uh, okay so let's talk about the last record <laughs> <laughs> that's really cool now <laughs> Whether the wire concept has hurt us or helped us, still on the fence about. I don't know because all the reviews tend to focus on that more than the music, the actual music itself. Sure. <laughs> I mean, are they like? So, what are they going to do a concept record of next? The killing? You know, is it like that or? Uh, yeah, yeah. And I jokingly said to Rob, "Well, we just got done watching, uh, you know, True Detective. So why not have a uh, True Detective?" <laughs> Right, sure. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. They have some good one-liners in there that sound like song titles. Yeah, why not? Like one of them that I remember from the show is like, uh, Man's Game Charges a Man's Price. That totally sounds like a Wax Eater song. And it's a great song title as well. So Yeah. Why not? Mm -hmm. Why not? Uh, 
Now, when we were recording that, I had yet to see The Wire. Oh, that, see, that was going to be my next question, was if uh, everybody in the band was equal fans, or was this something that was sort of pushed forward by you know, Rob saying, like, hey, guys, yeah. I want to do this? Yeah, and we just said, uh, he said, he told us to jump, and we just said, how high? <laughs> and uh, <laughs> uh, Which is totally fine. Uh, things work out when that uh, happens. He's a, uh, he's a great leader in that respect. Um, so one day I put on my uh, I put on my sweatpants and sweatshirt like like an ex girlfriend with popcorn and just sat down and watched uh, all the wire that I could and tried to pick up on all the lines. I'm like, oh, so that's an Omar and that's a Cuddy, and right? That's a right. Yeah. So <laughs> I'm well versed now. I actually know what's going on hopefully so. you found it to your liking yes mm-hmm. okay <laughs> so, so it seems to be uh, set on making an anti-misfits uh album too he's tossed that around instead of we are 138 we aren't 138 <laughs> uh and so on and so forth so <laughs> that is also a path we're probably gonna meander down at some point too there you go there you go mm-hmm. all right well let's uh we'll have people uh, yeah, I hope I hope whenever you do it that you will give me stuff to play from it, and of course for the eager mm-hmm. people out there, uh, mm-hmm. I'm going to go ahead and say that uh, and we need to get you guys out to the West Coast, man. I would love to, man. I need to come. That's where I was uh, born and raised, and uh, I would love to actually come visit with a band and rock and uh, rock the West Coast, and especially in uh, San Fran and your area. Yep, you got it. We'll, we'll, how about we just make that happen? Let's just find the yes for it. No. Let's do it. Mm-hmm. It's about time. <laughs> Wonderful. Hey, uh, L.A., thanks so much for being on the show today, man. Hey, thank you, Conan. Good fun. Appreciate it. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, keep it chill like, like you do. Always. Well, Can't kill the chill, my brother. <laughs> All right. Take care, Elliot. <laughs> See you, man. Bye. All right, Elliot Turton of Wax Eater. Let's... Uh, Let's hear a song off the Baltimore record. This is Omar coming.
Crytag by Like Like The 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 Death. That's off the Cave Jenny record. Highly recommended. Go get that. Oh my. Oh my my. The time has come again, my friends. Where does the time go? I don't know. Is this thing on? Oh, well, here we are. I'd like to thank my guest, Elliot Churton. Great speaking with you. Find out about none of the above podcast on uh, none of the above dot libsyn l i b s y n dot com. They're gonna work on that URL too. <laughs> you can find Baltimore Record, waxeater.bandcamp.com, latestflame.com. They're on Facebook, all of those social media networks. This is Protonic Reversal. Protonic Reversal. I thank you for listening to it. You can find the show every week, Thursdays, 8 a.m. to 10 a.m. only on Radio Valencia. Listen to the podcasts. As we come to the close of our broadcast RadioNeutron.com, iTunes, Stitcher Radio. Next week, got a fine show for you. Signing off, Mr. and Mrs. America, all the ships at sea. The band Minot will be in studio. Looking forward to that. Anyone within the sound of my voice. RadioValencia.fm, heart of the mission, center of everywhere. I've got 50,000 watts of power. This is Kona Neutron, signing off. I want to ionize the air. This microphone turns sound into electricity. Can you hear me now? Out on Route 128, we're dark and lonely. I got my radio on. Can you hear me now? Can you hear me now?
Welcome to my top ten. I'd like to thank our sponsor. But we haven't got a sponsor. Not if you were the last man on earth. She was prepared to prove it. This one goes out to a special girl. There is no special girl! It's the... It's the end of radio! The last announcer plays the last record! The last what? Leaves the transmitter! of a listener. If there's no one there to receive It's the end of radio As we come to the close of our broadcast day Thank mm-hmm. you.